everyone, my healthy besties. Welcome to the Healthy Girl Podcast. I'm so excited that you're listening to this. If you are, welcome. I can't wait to talk to you all. I had a podcast before, um, so if you ever listened to that, then welcome back. If this is your first time to the Healthy Girl Podcast, then hello. Um, I'm going to be putting out a new episode every Tuesday covering topics you want to hear about. Everything from cooking tips, healthy lifestyle motivation, how to go vegan, switching to a plant-based diet, how to get protein on a vegan diet, and more. I'm going to be answering your questions directly from Instagram. So look out for my Ask Me Anything question boxes because that's when you can ask me whatever you want and I'm going to be answering your questions on the podcast. I love doing Ask Me Anything on Instagram, but I feel like there are so many questions I can never really get to all of them, but I also can't answer them in depth. That's why I wanted to do a podcast where I could really sit down and answer all of your most asked questions, the most popular questions in a very in-depth way. And that way I can really like give you my true tips and my advice on everything you want to ask me about. So... First things first, I just hit 1 million followers on Instagram, which is insane. I genuinely can't comprehend that amount of people. Like I used to try to picture um, my Instagram followers in an arena or like a, a concert hall or something. And it's so hard to comprehend that 1 million people are interested in what I have to post and what I have to say and want to make my recipes. Like I'm genuinely so truly humbled and just grateful. I was reminiscing today with Ari, my husband, and we were talking about when I was about to hit 10,000 followers on Instagram. And I told him, okay, my life is going to be complete when I hit 10,000 followers on Instagram. That was the coolest thing in the world to me. That was a lot of people, and that is a lot of people. And when I had 10,000 followers, I couldn't imagine hitting 100,000, let alone half a million, uh, let alone a million. So uh, yeah, this is really just the beginning. I'm so excited for everything coming for Healthy Girl Kitchen. Um, Yeah, I just, when I started my whole business and brand, I never pictured, um, you know, being here today. And I never imagined that Healthy Girl Kitchen would grow to even be like half of what it is. So thank you. If you are following me, I, I appreciate every single one of you. I just wanted to take a second to just express my gratitude because if it wasn't for you, I wouldn't have a job. Um, and, you know, that's kind of the the scary thing about being a content creator is that, um, you know, I'm <laughs> relying on my community for an income and, and for my career. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you to all of you who support me every single day. I love you so much. Um, if you've been following along, if you're in the loop on everything Healthy Girl, then you know that I've been posting my life-changing salad recipes, my whole life-changing salad series, which I did not expect to take off like it did. You guys are obsessed with salads and rightfully so. 
I love salads, but I love eating salads that are nourishing and filling and exciting. And I think sometimes we get in something called a salad rut where we just like make the same salad over and over again with like lettuce, cucumber, and tomato and a dressing. And it's just like super boring. So I wanted to inspire you a little with some new fun salads that just inspire you to get in the kitchen and want you to take care of yourselves and nourish your body. So, um, Yeah, I hope you've been loving the life-changing salad series. I actually just posted, so I'd been doing savory salads, which is like a salad that we all think of, but I just posted a life-changing fruit salad, and let me tell you, it's life-changing. I've been eating it like every day in the morning. Basically, you make a fruit salad. You have to cut the fruit super small, though. That's what makes a really good fruit salad. Then you add fresh mint and lime, Oh my God, it's the best thing ever. It's so good for your skin, your digestion. Um, If you have issues with like constipation, make some fruit salad with mint and lime and I promise it'll help you out. Um, And fruit's just so good for you in general. I think people are afraid of fruit sugar and there's this misinformation out there that fruit is bad for you when, oh my God, it is like the best thing you can eat for your health. It's filled with vitamins and minerals and antioxidants. And I love fruit. I'm, I'm a fruit gal. So give me all the fruit. So today's episode is all about how to get out of an unhealthy eating rut. We've all been there, besties, we've all been there, where we're just in this place where we are not eating so well, you know, maybe we're staying up late, we're going out, we're not getting good enough sleep, we're just like stressed out with whatever we're stressed out with, we're not focusing on exercising, and it happens to all of us, it happens to the best of us, it happens to me, I'm not perfect, And this episode, I really wanted to dive deep into that. Like, how do you get your motivation back to take care of yourself and to get out of that unhealthy eating rut? So if you want to be inspired, if you need a little motivation, if you want to get back on track with a healthy lifestyle and feeling good, listen to this episode because we're going there. I'm answering all of your questions. I pulled up questions from my last question box that um, pertain to this topic. So first, I'm going to talk a little bit about like my my opinions here, and, and then I'm going to dive into your questions that you had from Instagram. So how to get out of an unhealthy eating rut? First of all, I want to say like the overarching theme for this episode should be like, be kind to yourself. No one's perfect all the time. There's no such thing as the perfect diet or the perfect lifestyle. So immediately take that pressure off yourself to be perfect all the time. Because once we have that pressure to be perfect, that's I think when we fail and fall off track. Because let's say, okay, you have a healthy breakfast, a healthy lunch, and then dinner. Let's say you eat something unhealthy and then you're like, oh, well, I I messed up my diet. I fucked up. So now I'm just, I ruined everything. Now I'm just going to go off the deep end and eat whatever I want. And it's like, no, no, no. Like you don't have to do that. Um, If you eat an unhealthy dinner, that's fine. That's okay. Move on and make your next meal a little more healthy. Like we don't have to have this all or nothing mindset, which I think a lot of us women have, right? It's like we're either on a diet or we're not. And that's not sustainable and life doesn't have to be like that. 
Uh, I love treating myself. I love like having dessert. I love having like chocolate after every meal. Um, I love going to my favorite vegan restaurants. And even though they're vegan, uh, not all of the food is healthy. So be kind to yourself. So just remember that in the back of your head going into this episode that there's no such thing as being perfect. So getting out of this unhealthy eating rut, um, it's okay if you're not perfect. It's, it's just about effort and small steps and doing, doing more for yourself and, and self-care and, and, and feeling good. Second of all, you need to make a plan. That's what I like to do. I'm a list girl and making to-do lists really help. And when you're trying to get out of an unhealthy eating rut, I find it's helpful to make a list of actionable steps you can take to get towards your goals, whatever your goals are. Also, don't overwhelm yourself. Like there's no need to write a list of, okay, I'm going to work out seven days a week and I'm going to eat healthy every single meal and blah, blah, blah. I'm going to meditate. Like, no, no, no. You're going to overwhelm yourself. So maybe pick one thing that you can work on at a time. Um, so let's talk about in reference to unhealthy eating. If I were to make a plan with actionable steps, I might write, um, meal prep breakfast for the next three days. Okay. And I actually just posted an overnight oats recipe that you can make for three days in advance. And that's three breakfasts that you've just taken care of where you know you're going to get uh, a healthy meal in. So, okay. My first step might be, um, plan and meal prep breakfast for the next three days. Okay. Like that's it. We don't, we're not even doing the whole week. We're just doing the next three days. Okay, great. Next step. Um, plan lunches for the week. What does that mean? Make a grocery list of lunches you want to have, go to the grocery store and, and pick up those things for lunches. And that could be, um, something as simple as wraps. I think wraps make such an easy lunch and they're so versatile. Like you can pick up like some whole wheat wraps or gluten-free wraps, like whatever wraps you like. And you can get tofu, you can do like mashed chickpeas, lentils, um, like cucumbers, maybe like a vegan cheese slice, uh, avocado, tomato, whatever you like to put in a wrap get that for the week and you can just make healthy wraps for lunch. Okay. So, so far our list meal prep breakfast. I think it's so much easier when you have your breakfast already meal prepped. I know a lot of women just skip breakfast because they're too busy or that they're not in the mood. They're lazy to make breakfast meal prep your breakfast. You could even meal prep like smoothie bags. Um, so you could fill up bags with, you know, frozen fruit and everything you need for your smoothie. So all you need to do is dump it in the blender. Um, okay. So meal prep breakfast next, we have go to the grocery store for lunches. And maybe the third thing is just work on drinking more water. And the actionable step would be maybe you buy a reusable water bottle, or you probably have one in your cabinet already. Um, you, you know, fill it up three times a day, boom, three actionable steps, to work towards getting out of that rut and work on those three things. 
Don't do anything else. There's no need to overwhelm yourself with trying to be perfect. Again, no one is perfect. No such thing as the perfect diet. Work on those three things. And again, those were that's just an example. You can pick any three things you like, um, like walking 10,000 steps a day, drinking more water, and adding spinach to your smoothie in the morning. Like literally it can be any three things. And once you feel like confident about those three things, then you can add on so that you don't overwhelm yourself all at once. Got it? Makes sense? Okay, great. Next, getting out of an unhealthy eating rut. Sometimes you have to do things that are not related to eating to make your eating better. For example, you need to make your environment conducive for your success, meaning When you wake up in the morning, make your bed. First thing, if I don't make my bed, my whole day is ruined. Seriously, if I I need to wake up and make my bed and then that motivates me to then move on to the next step, um, like making a healthy breakfast. Next, something like getting flowers for yourself is so fun. It is an underestimated activity, like just looking cute, going to the store, picking up a bouquet of flowers for yourself, or even when you're at the grocery store, just throw a $3 bouquet of flowers in your cart from Trader Joe's. And it just makes your day so much better to have a cute little flower arrangement in your apartment or, or, you know, on your nightstand, in your bedroom, on your kitchen counter. Trust me, little things like doing those little things for yourself motivate you to do other healthy things for yourself in your life. I don't know what it is, but it works. Um, I think just self-care in general, like those other little things motivate you to just want to do better for yourself all around. Next is having a clean space. Um, And this is also free, right? Like I love hacks and tips for your life that you don't have to spend any money. And cleaning your room, cleaning your kitchen, having a clean space where you live is free because you can do it yourself and it makes the biggest difference in the world. If you're living in a messy, dirty space, I, I mean, if that were me, I wouldn't have any motivation to eat healthy. I think a clean space is a clean mind. And once you have that mental clarity, you're able to then focus on helping yourself in other uh, aspects of your life. So keep your space clean, throw a little music on, you know, throw this podcast on and go clean just one room and and then you'll be motivated to clean the rest. Um, even just vacuuming, um, getting a Swiffer, it's like $10 to get a Swiffer, Swiffer, um, clean your counters light a candle, maybe diffuse some oils. It'll make the biggest difference in your mood. And mood is one of the the biggest things in in getting out of uh, any kind of rut is how do you boost your mood? Cleaning your space, again, getting flowers for yourself, like little things that just make you happier. Next is like exercise, Um, going for walks. I went on a walk today to the beach, which I haven't done in the longest time. It used to be my favorite thing in the world. Life has just gotten busy and crazy. And I haven't done one of my favorite things in the longest time. And and doing it just reminded me how much I love it. And it motivated me to come home and make myself a healthy lunch. I'm like, wow, like I just went on this walk. I'm so energized. I feel great. I'm going to make myself a healthy lunch. And doing that, whatever makes, I always say like whatever exercise brings you joy, 
that's the exercise you should do. Um, like for me, I refuse to do a burpee ever again in my life. Like I used to go to like all these crazy workout classes and they'd make you do these things that are just not fun. Like no one should ever have to do a burpee if they don't want to do a burpee. Um, so if yoga brings you joy, swimming, walking, biking, dancing, um, even if you have to go to the mall to get your steps in, whatever is going to be the least like annoying to you, that's the exercise you should do. Um, and that just makes the biggest difference. If you're exercising and taking care of yourself in that way, I promise it'll aid towards getting yourself out of an unhealthy eating rut. Next, uh, taking care of any stressors in your life and managing that. Stress that has built up, anxiety you have, um, and your stress might be from work, your stress might be from a relationship you have, maybe your stress is like a to-do list that's piling up of just little things. Like even when I have a to-do list of like go to the bank, send the return this package which I'm so bad at I'm horrible at returning things like if I order a I don't know like a dress from Revolve and it doesn't fit I'm so bad at sending it back um even if you have like this mental to-do list of a million things you have to do you're just so annoyed and and don't want to like take care of other things in your life so making sure that you're taking care of your stress and managing your stress that will help you then eat healthier. I promise. Like when we're stressed out, we just, you know, we might make unhealthy choices. So take care of your stress, however you want to do that. Again, meditate, walk, um, see a therapist. I actually um, am just starting to see a therapist, which um, is going to be life-changing. Long story short, I signed up to see a therapist. I saw her for the first time and she quit after the first session with me. You guys, how this is just like a joke. Like I pour my heart out to this woman and she literally quit. So I had to find another therapist and I'm seeing her in a couple days. So hopefully that works out for me. But that was me recognizing like, look, I have like stressors in my life and anxiety in my life that I need to manage. And that'll help me be a better person and help me stay on track with my healthy lifestyle and taking care of myself if I go to a therapist. If you can't afford a therapist, talk to a friend, a family member, um, just someone in your support system who you trust and you can talk to. Okay, those are my initial tips on getting out of an unhealthy eating rut. But now I'm going to dive into your questions. First, we have... Jamie, Jamie asks, do you have any advice for staying consistent, especially for beginners? Okay, here we go. Staying consistent. It's hard. Okay. But I think with staying consistent, you need to set yourself up for success in however you think, um, you know, you would benefit. So what helps me stay consistent is, um, I, I buy only plant-based groceries, right? Cause I'm vegan and in order for me to stay plant-based, I'm not buying anything that's not plant-based, right? Like that's kind of common sense, but you know, I know a lot of people who, you know, maybe they're trying to be plant-based, but then they buy, you know, a ton of things that aren't going to support their goals. So I would just say stick to habits that are going to support the goals that you want to accomplish, right? So 
if you want to stay consistent again i would i would pick a couple things like i said like make a list of attainable goals pick a couple things you want to work on and really work at making it a habit in order to stay consistent you have to make something a habit um, just like brushing your teeth, you know to wake up and brush your teeth every morning and that's consistent, right? But it's because you've done it over and over again and made it a habit. So pick a couple things that you want to be consistent at and work at making it a habit. If you're someone who gets overwhelmed, start with one thing. This is what I was talking about before. Like you can start with one thing, one goal you want to accomplish, get consistent at that. Once you're confident, add on something else. If you Let's say I'll give a couple examples. Let's say you want to stay consistent at um, drinking water. Again, get a reusable water bottle. Let's say you want to stay consistent at working out. Pick the days of the week that are best for your schedule because it's easy to have excuses, right? Like, oh, I'm too busy to do this. Oh, I want to do this because I have this excuse. Let's say you want to you want to exercise more. Look at your calendar and say, okay. You know, Monday and Monday sucks already. I don't, you know, I don't want to work out on Monday. Oh, it looks like Tuesday. I'm actually pretty free. Thursday, I'm pretty free. Okay, Tuesday and Thursday are going to be your major workout days. And once you do that for a number of weeks and you're feeling consistent, then you can add on something else to, to working on your healthy lifestyle. Okay. Um. Oh my God, I, I don't want to butcher this girl's name. I think it's Ganjun. Ganjun, I'm really sorry if I'm mispronouncing your name, but she asks, how do you stick to your vegan or how do you stick to your diet during family functions and outings where people don't understand? Okay, so I would say first you have to be confident. If you're doing something, whatever way of eating you're sticking to, whatever you want to do for your health, you have to be confident about it. Um, I know it can be hard going to family functions if, if someone's like commenting about you, your weight, your diet, what you're eating, you have to, you have to, you chose it, right? So you have to be confident about it. If I'm going to a family function and people are, you know, saying, you know, Hey, like, are you going to have some of that, that steak over there? I'm just going to let it roll off my shoulder because I know that I'm confident in my choices and, and my vegan diet and, and, you know, not going to let that bother me. Um, I would say also, if you're finding it hard to go to family functions, um, you know, people aren't understanding your healthy lifestyle. I would make sure that there are dishes at the family function that you, you can eat, right? Like if I'm going to a family function and I'm not sure if there are going to be vegan options, I will either call the host and say, hey, like, I, you know, I'm actually vegan. I was just wondering if, you know, you're going to have anything uh, that's that's vegan, um, you know, and, and most of the time, you know, whoever my family member is, they'll say, oh, my God, of course, like, I know you're vegan. I'm, I'm going to have something for you. Or if they don't, you know, in your situation, you might not have someone who understands. You could say, hey, you know, if you don't have something vegan, I can bring something kind of like potluck style. Like I can bring something or a couple dishes um, to share with everyone and then I can have something to eat too. Another trick, um, eat before, make sure you eat a lot before. And so just to make sure you're like full going and not like starving um, if you're worried about there not being options for you. But I would say number one thing is confidence and and. Sticking to your diet during family functions, it is it is all about 
confidence in your choices. Um, and I, I mean, I took this question as someone asking about like veganism, like if you're vegan and, and you go to a family function where people don't, don't understand your choices, like you just have to stay confident. If, um, if you're talking about sticking to your diet during family functions, just because you're like tempted to eat things that aren't on your diet, like don't even worry about that. If you eat something at a family function, that's like not on your life, like that's not a part of your plan or whatever you're doing. Don't worry. Like you'll just move on. It's one family function. What worries or what worries, what um, matters is the memories that you made at that family function. You're not going to remember the food that you ate at the family function. You're going to remember like the good times that you had. So try not to focus too much on the food at family functions. Okay. Next up, uh, this question's from Julia. Julia asks, do you have advice for binge eating and how to stop? So I am not an eating disorder specialist, um, but so first thing I would say, if you if you are seriously struggling from a binge eating disorder, I would highly recommend seeking out help and and seeking out either a dietitian who specializes in binge eating disorder, um, reaching out to some kind of therapist that that specializes in this, um, and and getting help. But I would say the first thing is like really like recognizing that you have an issue, right? Like if you're in denial that you need help, I mean, nothing, no one and nothing is going to help you. So you even just recognizing that you're having an issue with, with binge eating is really commendable. Like you wrote into me, obviously you are aware that this is a little bit of an issue. So, um, I'm proud of you for, for writing in and saying that. I just want to say that first and foremost. Um, I would say, if you're not already getting help, get help. Second, I would look at the stressors in your life. This is what I was talking about before. Look at your stressors and identify where you think this binge eating might be coming from. Um, back when I took private health coaching clients, I had a lot of women who um, a lot of them were stressed out because of work. For some reason, work is is a huge uh, source of anxiety and, and stress for people. And it can cause a lot of unhealthy eating habits, whether it's um, people at work who you don't like, um, you know, relationships at work, dealing with people at work who, who you don't have a good uh, relationship with. Um, you know, these people might be mean, whatever it is. Um, or maybe your work is super stressful. You have a very high workload. Maybe you just hate your job and going to your job gives you immense anxiety and, and, you know, you're trying to numb whatever, whatever is going on at work with eating. Um, maybe it's trauma that you experienced earlier on in life. Um, that, that can also be a huge contributor. So I would try to look within and do a little self-reflection about, why you think you're binge eating, um, because there's always a deeper reason. And I, I would definitely try to self-reflect on that. Again, I think it's very helpful to have a therapist or, or a dietitian who specializes in this, helping you identify that and helping you, you know, with some tips for managing it. Um, but, but that's where I would start is definitely trying to eliminate stress, And again, that's meditating, walking, you know, channeling your stress and anxiety um, into 
things other than eating, like doing something productive for your stress that actually helps you instead of binge eating, which in the end is going to hurt you. So meditating, walking, yoga, breath work, journaling, writing, painting, like literally whatever brings you joy and whatever's like a stress relief for you. Um, try using that coping mechanism instead of turning towards food. And, you know, it might be a long journey, but, but writing into me and recognizing it is the first step. So hopefully that helps a little bit. Um, next, Jessica asks, how do you stay on track when there isn't a plant-based option somewhere? So if we're talking about a restaurant, I prefer to only go to vegan restaurants. Now that's not always possible, whether it's not accessible to you or if you're on vacation or if you're with like a friend group. Um, There are so many restaurants these days with vegan options or chefs that are willing to make you a special vegan meal. So I would say literally type into Google vegan near me, wherever you are, type in like plant-based options near me or vegan near me, and it'll pull up restaurants with, with plant-based options by you. Um, you can also call ahead to a restaurant and ask and say, Hey, I'm vegan. I'm plant-based. I'm going to be dining in your restaurant. I was wondering if there are any options for me nine times out of 10, they're going to help you. They're going to have something, or the chef is going to make you something, um, special. I would also say go to more like ethnic restaurants, like um, Japanese restaurants, like sushi places. You can always, always, always get like a cucumber avocado vegetable roll. I always know I can go to a sushi restaurant and find a plant-based option, or you can get like a tofu veggie rice stir fry. Or if you go to Indian food, there's always vegan options at um, Indian restaurants. Um And also you can use websites like happycow.com to find vegan options near you. Um, You just have to put in a little bit of like extra effort. Um, And uh, my last tip would be, let's say you're going somewhere where you know there aren't going to be a lot of vegan options. I would eat before, like make sure you're not starving by the time you get somewhere. Um, And if you, you end up with like fries at a restaurant and a salad like sometimes you have to get a little creative like that's totally fine and you'll get you know on track when you get home but I would say like don't make yourself crazy over it okay and then one last question here is how do you deal with cravings so I think in terms of an unhealthy eating rut an issue that a lot of um, women have is cravings and then like having that feeling of, oh, like I don't want to break my diet, but like if I do break my diet, um, then I'm just going to go off the deep end and I ruined it. So I might as well just like sabotage myself. Um, so if you have cravings, whether that's for something salty, sweet, like you can have, you can indulge, like that's totally normal and okay, but there's a way to indulge and satisfy your cravings while staying on a healthy lifestyle. You guys, like I love dessert. I love salty snacks like chips and pretzels and all of that good stuff. Like there's a there's so many ways these days to stay on track while while um you know honoring your cravings. Let's say you're craving something sweet, like you just need something sweet. I just posted a vegan brownie recipe made out of sweet potato and almond flour and like better for you ingredients but these literally taste like the best brownies in the world like fudgy gooey indulgent 
Like they taste like Ghirardelli brownies, like your mom would make out of the box growing up. They're so good. And that satisfies the sweet craving, but you ate brownies with like better for you ingredients. And let's say you were to have a brownie that has, you know, regular sugar, eggs, flour, like that's fine too. You can have a brownie and then, you know, don't sabotage yourself and just throw your hands in the air and give up on eating healthy. Like you can have a brownie and then, you know, move on and your next meal, you know, have something healthy. Um, my favorite healthy salty snack is popcorn. Obsessed with popcorn. If you follow me, you know, I'm always posting about my popcorn addiction. Popcorn is high in fiber. It is, I mean, fairly low in calories, but it is like a volume snack. Great for volume eating. Like if you want to like eat a big amount of a snack, um, that's like the best salty snack for, for a craving. Popcorn. Um, I love Quinn brand gluten-free pretzels. They're so good. Um, I think you can get them at Whole Foods. The brand again is Quinn uh, and I'll put this in the show notes, Q-U-I-N-N. And they have gluten-free pretzels that are made out of like, I don't know, cassava flour or something. And they're so yummy. Um, but again, if you have a salty snack, that's not, um, you know, necessarily that healthy, that's okay. And you can honor your cravings and you can like someone, someone else asked if I, um, ever have cheat days. And I don't really like to think of a day as like a cheat day, but I definitely treat myself. And I think we need to normalize treating yourself because if you restrict, 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 that's going to lead to going crazy on your cravings. So when you have a craving, it's okay to honor it. And then, you know, your next meal, you can eat something healthy and, you know, have a cupcake, but then, you know, eat some strawberries. Like it doesn't, your cravings don't have to ruin your healthy lifestyle. That's what I want to get across. Um, I also love keeping like dark chocolate in the house. Like I'll have like a few pieces of a dark chocolate bar if I want something sweet. Um, I also love having like banana with peanut butter and like sprinkling like mini dark chocolate chips on top. It's such a good snack. I would also say like from, if we're talking about like scientifically how to deal with cravings, um, eating meals that are super well balanced will help keep you full and satisfied longer. So eating meals with protein, healthy fats, and complex carbs, for example, a meal with like sweet potato, tofu, vegetables, avocado, like a a really well-balanced meal instead of having like a full plate of carbs or a full plate of just vegetables with no protein or no fats or anything. That's going to make you hungry. So make sure to have meals that fill you up. And I promise um, having those more satiating meals will help to alleviate some of those cravings where you feel like all of a sudden you're just like starving for something sweet or, or salty. So try that out, have some more filling meals and, and honor your cravings. That's okay. Okay, folks, peeps, besties. I hope you enjoyed that episode. It was so fun answering your questions and diving a bit deeper into, you know, things that you're curious about. I am going to be posting more question boxes for episodes in the future. So make sure, make sure, make sure when you see them to ask your questions and I'll do my best to get to them. Um, Make sure if you're not already following me on Instagram, then make sure to follow me at Healthy Girl Kitchen. 
TikTok at Healthy Girl Kitchen. If you want blog recipes, you can go to my website, healthygirlkitchen.com. And yeah, I think that sums things up. If you liked this podcast, it would mean the world to me if you subscribed, if you rated it and and left a comment, that would mean the world to me. Um, Ratings on podcasts really help it to do well. So if you could leave a comment um, and just let me know how you liked the episode, that would be so, so nice of you guys. Um, Can't wait for next week. I love you and I'll talk to you soon. Bye.